Accessing library computer data. And I was yeah. like holding on to her arm, supporting her kind of thing, and had my hand against my mouth, but nothing has happened to me yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Not yet. Right. Yeah. I was like holding my own teeth in my mouth, and I was holding on to Shaquille's hair also. Yeah. I was holding on to a chunk of her hair. <laughs> Did I regrow my hair already, or am I just rocking it? We're going to oh. get into that, I think. lost chunks of it no you said all of it like eyebrows yeah, included yeah. eyebrows pubes and all that's right yeah <laughs> well, I mean, it just like i haven't taken just, off my uniform yet to clear out the pubes it but. all just all of the uh, it's like falling out the bottom of your pant leg the roots just gave up the ghost and just popped out so <laughs> wow not in a um, hurry to regrow any of that hair yeah right <laughs> Double. <laughs> Can so, you like pick what you regrow? Yeah, Ooh. just my eyebrows and my head hair, mm-hmm. if you please. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a dermal regenerator, something they can do with the dermal regenerator to help regenerate your hair follicles faster. Like, it's not going to give you long hair overnight, right? But it oh, yeah. will, like, I got, I got short can, hair now. She can massage your your hair follicles with some uh, some science. Well, Locke's and, got to regrow mm-hmm. her nails right away, right? Um, right, that's true. But maybe she can give you, like, I mean, she can give you, like, an inch or so. Oh, and then she'll goodness. she'll tell you, like, if you want to hold this over your own head and stare at yourself in the mirror. And, <laughs> I like, might. It's, I it's might like, want to do that. It's like a reverse, <laughs> reverse electric razor, right? Instead of shaving <laughs> your head, you're just kind of, like, doing this thing on your head to make your hair grow. And I gotta hmm. make sure I do it evenly, otherwise it grows all... It's kind of a pain Oh my gosh, grow yourself a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself go. a mullet. I'm going to be talking like this because I got no teeth. No, <laughs> she helped you regrow some teeth with Damn. the regenerator. You can lose them all anyway, as I recall. <laughs> so it like whistles when you talk because you have like yeah. teeth. <laughs> Deanna was so excited to give blowjobs with no tea. Oh, yeah. What? I don't remember that. <laughs> Where's the ensign kipper? I mean, post. I mean, yeah. <laughs> how much? Yeah. Uh, how much holodeck time can you get? <laughs> um, yeah, you're gonna have um, a slumber party because the doctor is, um, you know, she's she scanned you all the time that it happened. The, when Pose and Shaquille lost their uh, hair and teeth, she scanned you as it was happening. Yeah. So now she's got quite a bit of data, but I mean, you're all just kind of probably constantly glancing at Penny to see what's going to happen, right? And the doctor is yep. too. Mm-hmm. Doctor like keeps looking up. Like she's in her office and you can see her like eyes come up over like the glass <laughs> over her like computer screen every now and then. <laughs> just going like, to say, huh? she like, um, out, like golf and analyzing the data, so she's yeah. like not in the room with us. Yeah, exactly. But every now and then she peeks up through the glass. She's like in a fishbowl, right? She peeks up yeah. through the yeah. glass to see 
if anyone's freaking out or if anyone's losing anything. Um, yeah, you are... I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about while you're in sickbay or if you just want to kind of hit the hay and wait for the morning to come. We were all probably pretty exhausted, right? There's mm-hmm. no fucking way Penny is sleeping knowing that like my arms might just spontaneously <laughs> fall off of my body. Yeah. That's that's kind of Posa's thought. It's like, yeah, she's tired, but I don't see myself falling asleep really anytime soon. So if we okay. want to talk, then we'll talk. But if not, I'll just sit up and be paranoid. Mm-hmm. Lux is already dozed off. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> if something interesting happens, wake me up. Okay. <laughs> Good role playing, Heather. <laughs> maybe maybe Shaquan and Lox are both asleep. So if Penny and Poza want to have a sidebar, now's the time. Because I would say Shaquan went to sleep too. All right. I'm just terrified. So I'm just like yeah. sitting there with my knees pulled up to my chest. I have dropped the hair. I have removed the hand from my mouth, probably. And I'm just sitting there with my knees pulled up to my chest, just wide eyed, kind of staring off, terrified. Yeah, before I fell asleep, I cleaned up my own hair. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I went I'll to the bathroom. I got that. the pubes out of my undies. Like, <laughs> I cleaned up. You're so thoughtful of the doctor who's going to have to do that after you. So that's nice. She's busy. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I left off last episode uh, basically saying that I was sort of cradling Penny in in expectation of something happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're kind of like, we're kind of th- still the same. We're on the same um, bio bed. Right. And uh, just hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort just of waiting. just jittery and. <sighs> well, an hour goes by then another. Nothing happens. Penny seems to be in the clear. Mm. Okay, I had sort of thought about this, too. As we're sitting there, I think, it, especially when, you know, like, it's, you know, past midnight or whatever ship time, and, and nothing's happening to Penny as she kind of calms down, as I assume she would, because nothing keeps happening. Not completely, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to kind of keep investigating myself and hey. do a little more in-depth, like... <laughs> <laughs> Some Am I in bed with you this time? Or... <laughs> yeah, you're still there. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even go to the bathroom or anything. I'm right in front of Penny. I'm on Not the bed. Well, I don't know much about Bajoran anatomy, but I'm willing to find out. <laughs> Another time. Today is not that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, look, looking my, my um, this reality's self up, and I know... Um, about my mom and I know about apparently siblings that I didn't have before Mm -hmm. so on but I wanted to see um, like my Starfleet record and you know what were my hobbies and shit like that because I know there's all kinds of records of me so I wanted to see how similar or dissimilar I actually was sure you spent some time researching you know I'm not gonna make you roll for it what's your what did you find oh fuck um I thought you were going to come up with that. <laughs> I mean, how how different is this past uh, version of yourself than from you? Is it wildly different or is it only slightly different? Or maybe maybe you took up crocheting instead of knitting or... <laughs> I think I'm slightly different. Okay, so I'm going to sort of go meta here for just a second. But um, 
what I'm thinking is, as Poza, did we, as a foursome, create this alternate reality? Or did we slip into this alternate reality? So did we create this alternate timeline by going through this wormhole and basically reliving our most important life experiences and therein creating, you know, a little fork that we veered off into somehow? Or did this already exist and we just relived our past experiences from somebody else's timeline and then we switched places? So I'm very confused and a little paranoid and I'm not really sure what to make of any of this because there's just too much science shit going on. So you're at, so you're you're wondering in a universe of infinite possibilities and infinite pluralities did all of these uni- alternate universes already exist um or was it is it possible to create pluralities that didn't exist before? Yeah, did we make this one? Yeah, you'd have no way of knowing. Did did we make it or did you make it? You know, like, is it real? Are we all experiencing the same reality? Like, fuck, there you who go. knows? Throw in another fucking, fucking <laughs> fish on the Barbie or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> shrimps generally, but shrimps are gross. So fish, for sure. Fish is good. Fuck shrimp. Okay. Okay, good. Still not sure what you mean by it, but <laughs> let's roll. We're sleeping. We're asleep, Box, so it doesn't yeah. matter what we think. Um. So I guess I guess I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't find out too much is actually different because what I figured was my either this this timeline me or the me that created this timeline was more even more intense when it came to my mother in particular um leaving my mom Mm -hmm. on bejor so i'm trying to think like i'm pretty shitty like i'm not a great starfleet person let's just put that out there um so i i would hate to think that i got shittier in this timeline sure um (laughs) but i think maybe i'm shitty in a different way something like that i mean that's up to you what did you find i mean you still got posted to the komodo so right so it still can't be great great. (laughs) right you know fuck i wrote it down i was like did I get better? Did I get different grades? Did I have That's know, okay. more and or different accolades? You, but I don't know. Whether you know right now or not doesn't okay. isn't going to change this particular session. Okay. Um, it's something that you can, can keep exploring with your characters over like quite a significant period of time. Okay. It's could this is gonna be the sort of thing where like in season five something comes up where it's gonna be like <laughs> all of a sudden a shuttlecraft comes through the word black uh, meditation anomaly and now Wind there's alert, four Susie. More of you. I don't know, like I'm just saying, you know, this is the sort of thing that you know, Star Trek, it's I don't know, Star Trek would have fixed this incident already. <laughs> it would have gone back through the wormhole, yeah, right. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, uh, I mean uh, that Harry Kim that Harry Kim. Oh. Yeah, I know, but we wrapped that Harry Kim up in that act. Like, he can't go back. His shit blew up. As far as you know, you can't go back either, right? Because the anomaly right. is gone. Yeah. So. That's, that's part of what Poza is frustrated about, what she's going to try and try and going to try, try, try to figure out. So I will tell you this. Um, as you're searching, you're just kind of dinking around searching. Um, and it actually comes up 
as sort of a shipwide announcement. Um, you know, you get a pop up on your fucking pad. It's telling you that the Komodo has new orders and that oh shit, I didn't make up a game I didn't make up a name for this fucking planet. <laughs> Ever. Um, Never make it up beforehand, Susie. Never. Always on the spot. That's our thing. What's the <laughs> <laughs> So I need a name for a planet. It's gonna be planet It's gonna be planet Tremel. Oh that's good. That's first. <laughs> I was thinking tempora, but tremel sounds probably nice. better. I was trying really hard not to say express shit. Good news, everyone. <laughs> Uh, so planet Tremel is a, it's a planet inhabited by a species known as the Biplays, and they have been attempting to get into the Federation for some time. They've been going through basically all the paperwork to prove that they can fall in line with Federation um, ideals, things like that, um, at that they can pass all the, the checks, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um so the Komodo has received orders to essentially go do their six-month checkup, right? To make sure that they're adhering to all of the requirements Starfleet sets forth for planets trying to join the Federation. And to make sure that, you know, shit hasn't broken loose or they've violated any of the tenants. Um, so. Yeah. That's what you know. It just came up as, as a pop-up alert, essentially. Well, if I'm looking at the pad and I see that, I'm going to at least tell Penny, if nothing else, I'm going to wake up everybody and be like, something's happening on this ship. I don't know if we're supposed to do anything or not. It's just sort of a inter-ship calm. It's not like a red alert or anything. It's okay. just like, hey, everyone, you know, you'll either see it now because you're on shift or you'll see it when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I was going to say, we probably wouldn't okay. do anything about it till we're on duty anyways. You're, you're used to getting these, right? You don't, you know that you don't need to wake everyone up to tell them, right? It's not like okay. battle stations, so. I would probably want to look into that planet and see what that's all about because have I heard of that planet before? Uh, it's a pretty small planet. It's not been on your radar Essentially, I mean, mm-hmm. by plays are not like a huge, they're not a huge, they have just basically they have one planet. They don't really have colonies on any other planets. Um, but we, as you're reading about them, you read that they do have a significant scientific community. They do, you know, actually, they're actually quite advanced, which is why they want to join Starfleet, because they have pretty advanced uh, scientific thought um, but they know that being officially a part of the Federation will grant them more access to research, facilities, you know, equipment, things like that. Well, I'd be I'd be sharing this with Penny since she's still awake. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're both science-minded. Yeah. Sure. It's nothing too exciting, so. I mean, it's something to take our mind off of what's going on right now. Right, so. right. Exactly. Yeah, you just kind of dig in and look at pr- Planet Tremel. It's a class... M planet. I had to remember. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to write that down, but you know what? They're all class M planets, so I'm not going to write it down. (laughs) You know, it's got, you know, it's got significant oceans. It's actually sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking? Not tropical. It's temperate. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like temperate rainforest, temperate forest, things like that. Um, all in all, not too hot, not too cold. Just overall 
a rather temperate planet, so. Hmm. Imagine the Pacific Northwest as an entire planet. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> we'll just say, for to move things along, that you guys go to- You guys are looking at Pass out. shit about biplays and tremel, and you eventually get tired, nothing happens to Penny, and you fall asleep. Yeah. Okay. We're totally spooning on the bio bed, <laughs> Totally. Yeah. You wake up and the doctor is already awake, milling around. Who's the first one awake? Me, because I, wo- I went to bed first. <laughs> <laughs> so you I'm wake an early up. riser. You are command, so, you know, you gotta be up early. You gotta be, you gotta be Johnny on the spot. Locks us <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> uh, so you wake up and you kind of roll out of your med bed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she says, ah. Ah, oh, I'm glad you're awake, Lieutenant. <laughs> I uh, have some of my preliminary uh, findings based on what happened to the, the three of you yesterday. Fantastic. Lay it on me. Well, I don't have much to tell you, unfortunately, because it's a bit out of my uh, my expertise. <laughs> okay. You're not so much... Uh, you're not so much sick. As your, um, how do I put this? Uh, temporally out of phase. Ah, fuck, we're phase shifting. So. I looked up some previous research that other scientists have done on this, but. I start to wake up because I'm a light sleeper. I I would suggest that you, uh, that we get you in touch with some, well, my Scottish accent isn't very good today. It's because I haven't (laughs) drank a whole bottle of sake. (laughs) (laughs) I would get you in touch (laughs) just keep it up baby it's perfect (laughs) I'll talk to the captain and we'll get you in touch with some some extras (laughs) (laughs) and then she says here's the research share with the other girls and you tell them what's going on so the so the GM doesn't have to keep doing this accent. Have you been drinking? She just leaves eight in the morning. She's been on shift all night. She's gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she was up all night, so she yeah. is a little uh So she she's a little drunk. A, she's, she's a little bee. <laughs> she she had a little scotch in the office with her as she was working last night. Always. Little late night nipper. She gives she gives herself a hypo spray, you know, to sober her up. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it yet. <laughs> she crashes on the uh, she crashes on the cot in her office. That's where she sleeps. Poor thing. No, she's got her own quarters, but you get the sense that she sleeps in here a lot. She's one of those. Yeah. Okay, so Shaq's awake. Shaquille's awake, and I think she wants to see the research. Yeah, I would kind of sit up sleeping. I obviously just hand it over. Right. <laughs> so you hand me the good pad. Command. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so you hand me the pad and like, um, we had talked about, kind of talked about it last session. But I think Shaquille can't read pads in this universe. Right. Um, you know, pursuant of being out of phase, my telepathy doesn't work on this phase. You'd have to have the pad, like, read it out loud to you. Right. You'd have to turn so, the narrator on to have it read it to you. Well, well, shout out to Twitter user Fluffgar, Miranda Jean, um, for reminding me of the tactile interface for Elkars mm-hmm. oh. um, that Tuvok uses in that episode of Voyager when they're trying to fucking get back home at the very end. So it's kind of like Braille? 
Yeah, it's Braille. Yeah. It's, it's Braille L cars. So I turn. I have to turn <laughs> that on. Like this is the first time anybody sees that happen. I'm gonna shake uh, Penny awake if she isn't already. So like in front of everybody, I like have to say to the pad like activate tactile interface. Yeah. So that I can read it. I'll be like, what? You start reading it, and it's a lot of t- techno babble, but essentially, it's um, it's less medical readings uh and more i mean it's definitely met there's definitely but bi- there's definitely bio readings things like that but what you see is readings overlaid on other readings um and the readings underneath are biosignatures that starfleet had captured of the four of you you know previously before the event as one of your umpteen you know medical routine medical checks well they also like always talk about your transporter signature right yep 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 she's got the transporter signature in there too and then she's got the readings she did on specifically loxus's looks okay and penny's looks okay because she didn't get a chance to scan them when the event was happening uh posa's and shakel's She's overlaid the new data on top of the old data, and it's definitely, uh, it doesn't sync up. And she's done a bunch of research, there's a bunch of footnotes, there's a bunch of links and references to other uh, astrophysics, you know, scientific articles and research about um, temporal anomalies and things like that, And, and studies that they've done on, you know, you're not the first, you're not the first people that this has happened to weirdly enough because it's fucking star trek enough yeah (laughs) so and it basically matches the previous findings that people had in in similar situations that most of the time you seem to be in sync with your previous signatures but during the events you um posa and shakel were wildly out of sync with what should have what was expected yeah well what's that all about um, is there a way to find out if we're going to experience more of these events? Or, I mean, I, I absolutely am interested in as to why Penny has not experienced anything. I mean, I guess they happened at the same time, me and, me and uh, Posa, like pretty close together. So I don't suppose that we can, we recorded anything different, you know, that might have caused it or spurred it on. As far as like a significant, as far as like um event. You know, like flew through astral right yeah yeah something like something outside something. event that right. may have caused it to happen a jostleless right <laughs> you know there's not she hasn't synced that data with the ship's reading so about what was going on at that time that's something i would do okay okay so i want you to eh, you don't need to give me a roll you can. You Ugh. actually have time to take time to do this. So ready to roll. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the one thing about fate is if you have time to do it, you don't need to roll. Or if True. it's exceptionally difficult, you don't need to roll. But this is kind of. I mean, you're Starfleet officer. Right. This, this is, this is what we do. Just yeah. Computer stuff. Yeah. From what? So you sync up the bio data with the ship's data, and you don't see anything. Like last night was last quote unquote night was pretty common you know there wasn't anything that stood out nope you were just on your way you were on your way to tremel 
at a certain point, and that was the only thing that changed. You know, you were set course for somewhere, and then you changed course. All right. Well, when do we go on duty? Are we cleared for duty? Uh, so, yeah, at the bottom of the uh, the pad, it says that you are cleared for duty, but should you experience an event, um, the doctor has set out several medical tricorders for you each, four of them. And should something happen to start either if you can to scan yourself, um, if you can't to have someone else scan you. Yeah. I would absolutely jump up and grab a scanner and be like, who wants to be scanned? I'm going to scan myself. Yeah, we'll, we'll buddy, we'll buddy system. I'll scan locks. Locks will scan Penny. There you go. Penny will scan Posa. Posa will scan me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. So you actually, the captain actually walks in. And she says, oh, well, how are my patients doing today? Um, fine, Captain. Well, I got, I also got a copy of the doctor's report. Seems slightly worrisome, but I think that if we continue searching um, Starfleet's databases for some answers and talk to the right experts that we can get to the bottom of this. Uh, but there is a opportunity, I think, right underneath our noses. The biplays are known for uh, their astrophysics research. And I think... Posa's just standing there, like, nodding her head emphatically, like, yes, uh-huh, I, I yes. Think, <laughs> I, think you may, I think you may benefit from uh, going down to the planet as part of this fairly routine uh, check-in, because there's actually a... There's a scientific conference going on right now on the surface... Of all the biplays' top experts uh, in their fields. So I think it might be worth... <laughs> can we beam down? Oh, you can definitely beam down. I, okay. Well, Then I'm in. Well, well, she says, she stops, she says, Actually, I would suggest taking a shuttle pod. Because if you have an event midstream, I don't know what that will mean for uh, the transporter. So... Can we? Can I request that we take the shuttle we returned in? Sure. <laughs> yeah, the one that you went through the anomaly in. Yeah, because I think I think Sakel can do her regular shit in that one. She doesn't have to tactile interface that shuttle. Well, it'd be interesting to find out. That's for fucking. And I definitely yeah. would want to check it. Yeah. I mean, we came back on that shuttle, right? right? So I didn't notice the need for tactile interface until I got back on the ship. Mm-hmm. So you want to go to. I want to use this, the same shuttle, which was shuttle bay two, no, one, <laughs> two. We're, so weird Fuck. thing about this ship is that there's only two shuttle bays, not three. <laughs> there's no secret third one? <laughs> they turned one into a bathroom. They remodeled. They did. They, yeah, they in, this, in this universe, that shuttle bay is now a cargo bay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They were like, we don't use it that much. It just turned into a cargo bay. Man, Lieutenant Motel 6 or whatever has to be the head of the the cargo bay. (laughs) So you go to uh, the shuttle bay, I assume, unless there's anything else. Yeah. I mean, maybe we get dressed. I don't know. I don't know if we put on our jam jams, but maybe (laughs) we we get dressed and then we head over. Sure. Uh, You get into the shuttle bay and... Um, bright and cheery is Lieutenant Hyatt. 
<laughs> Hi, she, Hyatt. She's like, welcome back to Shuttle Bay 2. Well, I was looking over that shuttle that the pod you brought back in um, because I heard that, you know, because of the anomaly, it may be a different pod. So I was really curious and I was looking at it and it seems to be the exact same thing you guys took out. I, you know, I was curious. I didn't did all sorts of readings on it. Didn't find nothing. It doesn't seem different than the shuttle, say, in Shuttle Bay 1 or something. It's, nope. it's totally the same. Seems to be exactly the same. So if you want to take a look, I mean, you yeah, be the one to know, I guess. In there. You charge in there. <laughs> I charge in there and I, like, turn on one of the fucking consoles and see if I can see the L cars. Susie, can I? That's a really good question. Hold can on. Can I see those L cars? <laughs> no. Um, no. No, you can't. Actually. Ah! Oh, shit! The fuck? Well, you can turn on... The, well, I mean, you can turn on the L cars. But I can't see it with my eyeballs. With yes, my exactly. telepathy. Yep. Um, so if it if it matches everything that's on that ship, then that would... I mean, the, on, the four of us are the only ones that seem to be not from there. So that ship means that it's not the one that we had. How? I don't know what this means, but I turn on this fucking tactile interface. <laughs> you are so insistent on... You're like, I'm not even gonna sit in the back. Fuck you guys. No, I'm still doing this shit. <laughs> you take you take her down to the surface. And you get down to the surface and um, you're at the capital city. We'll say it's capital city Shobai. And it's um, it's a it's a relatively large city. You know, you think of uh, San Francisco, right? Headquarters of Federation, uh, sort of that size. And you you land, and the first thing you notice is, of course, you've never seen the byplays before. And what are they like? They are short. They are um. They're slender. I mean, they're significantly short. They are, uh, I would say... Half the size of locks. Three feet tall. Shit. Yeah. Half the size of locks. Yep. And they're slender. I don't know if you... Um, I guess think of... Think of a halfling from D&D. Not quite as stocky as a hobbit. Mm-hmm. And a little bit skinnier. A little bit skinnier than a hobbit. What's the foot situation like? Ah, uh, regular, 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 <laughs> regular feet. Okay, feet, good. Feet check out normal. <laughs> as far as you can tell, their shoes Any and boots. Uh, that's a good question. They have just like this tiny little thing above their eyebrows. That's it. I'm gonna say they have like protruding. It's not loaf, but their cheekbones come out a little bit. Like okay. they have Lady okay. Gaga born this way esque. This infamous moment in life is not temporal. It is eternal. And thus began the beginning of the new race. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And big, big eyes. Like outfits. Big, oh, their outfits. They're, they're wearing <laughs> Very those. important. No, this it is, is important. important. <laughs> you know, um, kind of like Wesley Crusher outfits. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> onesies. Onesies. Those onesies. Yes. Yeah. But they're like different shades of like mossy green, brick red, mustard yellow. They look adorable in those onesies. They're nice professional colors. More Wesley Crusher, less Jake Sisko. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
<laughs> and um, as you land and get out of your shuttle pod, you're not the only ones. There's actually, you're not in charge of the paperwork, you know. There's someone else from the Komodo who's doing all of the boring stuff. The captain actually comes down, second in command comes down. They're, they're sh- sh- shaking hands, meeting and greeting, and they're going to go to a conference room and make sure, you know, do all the the checks. So you're actually not in charge of that. What you do know in the uh, convention center over yonder, which is in, like a bu- bunch of like bubbly spheres, uh, is this scientific conference that's happening. Uh, if we're if we're okay to kind of go wherever, that's definitely where I'm going. Yep. The bioplays are while they're not Federation yet, they have you have full clearance. Even so, I don't like step on the grass. <laughs> right. Don't pull any leaves or flower petals. Do not as let your as, dog pee on any of the trees. Yeah, as far as you know, there's no weird like punishment zones. Man, I hope our listeners really appreciate all my deep cut Star Trek jokes. <laughs> All right, let's head in. So I will say that um, the byplays, Heather, are actually looking at you, not like in horror, but in astonishment. I feel like this is the first time a lot of them have seen a Klingon. Ooh. Oh, I am winking and pointing. <laughs> you are like so tall and you're so busty. Is Locke uh, the tallest? Yeah, I think so. Seems to be like probably what we've sort of, I think... Whether we haven't officially established it, but I feel like that's how we treat her, right? Yeah, yeah. she's the yeah. tallest. She's the buffest. She's got the biggest tits. Despite my drawings, my tits look really big, <laughs> but I did draw myself first, and I apologize for that. <laughs> it's just the angle. They're not that big. Wait you know, till we get into after hours gear. Yeah, we yes. get that boob window. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just that Lox's head has a better fitting bra than you do. Right, exactly, exactly. I'm not even wearing a bra, actually. That's why my tits look so big. So, Heather, you're, like, winking and pointing and... Oh, yeah, schmoozing, schmoozing. They're excited. They're actually, like, you know, they're like, oh, tell us more about Klingons. And as you're walking, you sort of, like, gain some new friends, and they walk along with you, and they're like, oh, we would love to more about... We've read about all about Klingons, you know... We hear that they're quite the warrior race, and we don't have warriors really here on Tremel. We're all very peaceful, but it sounds really exciting, and we read that you killed your gods. Oh my god. Is that true? Wow. Posa just keeps looking over his shoulder like, oh my fucking god. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They all sound like Mickey Mouse. All of them are Mickey Mouse. All of them. (laughs) I mean, I kind of liked it at first, but now it's getting a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) My my face is turning like, not, not... I'm not smiling anymore. It's kind of more of a stink face. <laughs> but they just keep asking you questions the whole while. And it doesn't matter know, if I answer or not. It doesn't even matter answering. if you answer. They great. just keep asking. Yeah. I let They're, them go. Yeah. I'm still horrified, but I, I let them <laughs> ramble. <laughs> and actually, as one asks you a question, another one will pipe in like, oh, well, I read that, you know, they did this. And the, oh, no, I read it went this way. So they're actually talking about Klingon history around you. They'll ask Great. you a question and then like four will chime in with what they've read. Awesome. Largely, they're right. So cool. They're they're mostly correct. You get catch like a few wrong details here and there, but it's mm-hmm. actually kind of nice how how much 
apparently the average bi place has done their homework on Why you know, Klingons. Yeah. That's what odd. what kind of wrong is it? Is it slightly historically altered or is it wrong? No, no, it's just wrong. Like Lux okay. Lux well, that's a good that's a good point. Like Lux is okay. you're not sure whether it's wrong because and we did say in the last episode Stuff in Klingon history happened slightly differently. It ended in the same result um, as the Klingons largely being allies of the Federation with some hiccups here and there. Uh, But, you know, some things, some wars were a little longer, some were a little shorter, some skirmishes happened, some didn't. Um, And you're not sure whether they're getting their facts wrong or whether those are the facts of this world. Yeah, and I would just kind of keep... I just keep nodding along regardless because I'm not going to <laughs> engage, like, argue, or right. I'm just going to let them go. Apparently, that's what they want to do anyway. They are going so, great. Let them ramble on. One of them looks to uh, Posa and says, "You're a Bajoran." And then a few oh, of them wan- wander over and they start doing the exact same thing to you as you're walking. And then, <laughs> you know, like, then one notices, like, and they're doing, they're basically, they do it to all three of you because you got the Klingon, you got the Bajoran, you got the, the Anar. Actually, they look at. They don't know me, probably, right? At, right. And they're like, one asks kind of timidly, uh, what's the. Andorian. Other- yeah. Are you Andorian? And I'm just like, yeah, kid. <laughs> 58 years old <laughs> I just I'm just like mm, this nod and I lean over to Posa and I was like these guys talk too much and that's coming from Penny <laughs> <laughs> and I, I look at Penny and like you think they talk too much Fuck. yeah same eyes, eyes wide at Penny for that comment <laughs> <laughs> so it takes you about 10 minutes. You have to endure this for about 10 minutes. You finally get to the conference center. There's a, you can walk in and there's a, like a check-in station, a front desk, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they wave at you all cheerfully. And they just smile real big because, you know, they're excited that some Starfleet people, some weird Starfleet aliens are right here. I just push Penny forward. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so I walk up to him and I say, hi, we're so happy to be here. Really excited to be here for this conference. <laughs> well, we are excited to have you. We assume that you are the four Starfleet officers coming to the conference from the Komodo. Am I right? You bet your sweet bippy we are. <laughs> Let's see. That must be Lieutenant Agug. Aye, aye. You, you must be Lieutenant Penny. Sure am. That's Lieutenant Shakel. And that's Lieutenant Isael. Yes. Um. Well, uh, but I go by Posa because Posa is my first right. name, but I'm Bajoran, so it's my last name. So you probably roll your eyes because that get, that happens a lot for out of species, I do, right? I go, oh, it's Posa, Lieutenant Posa. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I screw it up? I know sometimes nope, the it's names okay. are in it's different okay. orders. And yep, totally. It's cool. And, well, yep. she hands each of you badges. Here you go. The conference is just happening. There's all sorts of talks. There's a expo hall where you can meet with scientists who are displaying their works. Um, uh, she hands each of you kind of a small pad. And she's like, here's the program. Have fun. 
I immediately start looking for, like, people who deal with black holes, alternate realities, stuff like that. Yeah, does the pad have tactile interface? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question. It doesn't. Fuck. (gasps) I can't see it. I cannot read the pad. So you're just holding this pad, like... (laughs) I'm just like, uh, I, like, boop, boop, boop it a couple times, but I can't see it, so I'm just like, whatever. I, I go, uh, I go over to Chiquel, I'm just like, it's cool. It's just this one time. Just like, I take the pad from her and be like, it's cool. Oh, are you, are you having a hard time reading that program? I apologize. Here, let, take this. And she hands you a program with a pad with their, it's an entirely different pad, but it has their version of Elkar's. Okay. So that one does have tactile interface. It does. Except okay. it's, except it's not. It's not translated. translated. Right? <laughs> Can I still not read it? I probably still can't. I like feel it a bit and like try really hard to like I don't know fucking telepathically translate it, but I can't. So I'm just like, hmm, okay. So Penny, Penny being the linguistics officer, I went and studied a bunch of different languages. Granted, I've not really come into contact with these people, but can I figure this out? I mean, you guys literally have pads that that are written in your language, so. Oh, cool. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but still, I mean, you're a linguistic, you're a linguistics person. You might want to figure it out, though. That's if you true. don't know this language. I can look at it and study it. I'm cool with you guys just telling me what's up. Okay. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're applying to be the Federation, so they use what, you know, I guess English and the fucking metric system. So <laughs> as part of their conversion, but their, but their, their tactile interface is different from Federations, right. so... And I give it a once-over, and it's it's like, it's just not the same, so I can't read it. And I'm just like, I'm not really that worried about it. I know I'll go to whatever fucking panel Posa chooses (laughs) anyways, so it's like, it doesn't matter. Okay. But I take the pad from her and, like, stow it away for later. So, which, uh, someone's looking through the program for something that stands out? Yeah, black black holes, alternate realities, uh, phase shifting, all that kind of shit. Okay. I may make you roll. Okay. I have to turn my Kindle on. Hold on. We didn't discuss what kind of dice we're using tonight. Yes, ladies. I have um, chosen four dice at random tonight. Me too! So I have two of the golden browns, one of the red browns, and a black black one. Mm. Spacey black. I have um, spooge. I have (laughs) space. I have ocean. And I have... What's the the orangey brownish goldish color go like copper copper there you go so uh posa yes roll me a careful mm, my best one. Oh, okay um <laughs> so that that's a that's a three okay yeah you sort of flipping through the program and Something pops out at you. You're like basically just pushing the next button on the pad. Next, next, mm-hmm. next, next, next. And you see a talk that's scheduled for about a half an hour from now called Infinite Diversity in Infinite Combinations. Alternative Mechanisms of Evolution. Okay. Well, I uh, can I like, is there like some sort of timer or something? Or can I just <laughs> sure. like go there now? Is this like twenty four? Are we doing this in real time? You have you have twenty eight minutes to get to your panel. Yeah, you have twenty seven minutes to get to your panel. 
The line is full. You can't get into the panel. <laughs> I'm going to tell uh tell the other ladies this is soon and it sounds like something that maybe is pertinent to us right now. So I'm definitely going to go. Please feel free to join me. If not, you know, here's the rest of the program. And Penny was kind of fiddling with the other, um, the thing that Shaquille had that she couldn't read. I was kind of, I was fiddling with that just to look at the other language and my head pops up and I was like, I'm sorry, what was the name of that again? (laughs) Infinite diversity and infinite combinations, colon, alternative mechanisms of evolution. And I lose my shit, my face lights up and I say, yes, I definitely want to go to that. I was also just waiting for you to choose one. So I (laughs) agree to go along as well. Oh, this other panel looks really interesting. Of course I'm fucking coming. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lux. So you guys start making your ways towards like Hall, Squiggly Mark, Strange Line. (laughs) And as you're walking that way, um, suddenly there's a very loud explosion. Yes. Fuck. And one of the side of the bubble that you're kind of near, fucking just the glass shatters. The glass, like, it's not, it's like plexiglass or something. Um, it did look rather reinforced and strong, but it just is blown to pieces. There's a huge hole. And all of a sudden, there's a bunch of phaser fire. Now we're talking. Did we bring our phasers? I mean, I guess we did, right? I bring my phaser rifle everywhere. Hey, everybody, this is Danny, and you have been listening to Mamory Alpha. Your hosts would like to thank Smelly Tooth for our theme song and roll music for various other musics on the podcast. You can find us online at mamoryalpha.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mamory Alpha. You can find our other projects and our Patreon at postrepost.com. And if you can't support us on Patreon, you can still financially support us by listening to our episodes with ads. Find that link and the RSS feed details at mamoryalpha.com. Thank you.